1: Let's talk about movies, huh, this is coming from my brain If you wanna talk movies, well guess what, we on the same thing
2: You gotta watch, 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 this podcast walk, walk. Hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast, I'm Alan
0: I'm Ryan Now I'm Devin
2: And joining us from Nerf Herders Assemble his friend of the show, Josh. Josh, welcome. What's up? How's uh, it going? It's going very well. Uh, as our listeners know, Devin is on probation from having picks. So to fill in <laughs> Devin's picks for the next few weeks, uh, we are having guests on. And Josh is the first one who actually reached out to me before we put Devin on probation from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh I saw it coming. Yeah. It coming. He, yep. he, he was very eager to be here to talk about today's film which is The Raid 2, which we will be getting into shortly. But before we do that, we'd like to talk about things that we've seen recently, get caught up on pop culture of the last week or so. So, Josh, since you're our guest, have you seen anything recently that's not Raid-related?
3: That's not Raid-related. Yeah, well, um, it was my birthday weekend this past weekend, so we uh, went out and saw uh what was the movie i told you we saw we barbarian saw, uh barbarian um and uh has I, has anybody here seen that film yet i've never even heard of it
2: okay I, i've it's, heard uh, i've only heard good things about it but i know absolutely nothing about it except for what i see on this poster
3: well one of my favorite reviews for this film it's not spoilery well it could be spoilery but it was i fucking hate this film it has nothing to do with conan the barbarian and uh <laughs> i love that review uh, but i oh, loved yeah. it it's the it's a very indie um horror movie with uh i'm not going to even say the cast because depending on what trailer you might have watched you might not even know who's all in it They really kept the the uh p- a plot finer details close to the vest on this one um And I loved it. I I only saw the first half of the first trailer, and I thought this was a very intriguing movie. So I went in as blind as possible. And my wife is a big fan of Bill Skarsgård. So I got her to come with me, and I don't think normally she would have gone to a horror movie. And this movie just took me places I did not expect to go. And I enjoyed it so much. So... Uh, we saw that in theaters, and then uh, we also saw uh, a classic. We put in um, Meet Joe Black, which I hadn't seen okay. in a long time. And for the birthday weekend, we watched that. So, yeah, good two movies to watch over the weekend.
2: Yeah, The, the cast for this has me very interested in it. Um, I, I'm i going to have yeah. to check this out once, once I get the chance to.
0: This is, I mean, it
3: looks it great. It's different. It was different I was not expect I, I I I unfortunately predict a lot of things. I try not to, but I predict mm-hmm. a lot of things in movies. I did not predict where this was going. And so that alone made me
0: happy that I went. So
3: yeah. Very Am cool. I allowed
0: to know what type of horror movie it is without ruining the plot? Or if you tell me the tell like, is it like ghosts? Is it serial killer? Is it like a saw thing? Or will telling me ruin it? Because from that I, I got nothing. I have no idea what kind of movie this is. Uh,
3: yeah, it's not a, it's not a whole, it's it's not a uh, ghost movie. It's not okay. a ghost movie. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, man, oh. I just don't want to <laughs>
2: yeah. Is this the one that has to do with a certain thing that I'm going to be using in a few weeks when we're in New York? Like a certain service?
0: Certain service. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah. Airbnb? Okay. Yeah. 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 that okay. one I actually read on the IMDb page just now. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah I've heard t- Oh,
3: I'll tell you this, which was funny, because when we got home, uh, Maddie was like, "All right, after we see the, after we saw that, I need something light. I need to watch something yeah. with a little." Uh, so we turned on Netflix. Literally, the first movie that came up is called "Love in the Villa" or something like that. It's the exact same plot of the movie, but of <laughs> romance. It's literally <laughs> two people. Two people get booked in the same place and crazy things ensue except one's a horror and one's a comedy and even she looked at it and she's like that's the movie we just watched so it's
2: very it's very volcano dante's peak type thing going on yes Mm -hmm. very cool uh ryan how about you have you watched anything recently
1: um what this should this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. I picked up another uh, animated show that's directed towards adults. Uh, on on Hulu, uh, there's a show called Little Demon, and I have fallen in love with it. Um, it is a Canadian-American uh, um, cross-teamed uh, developed show. Um, it has Danny DeVito, Lacey DeVito, um, and Al- Albury Plaza, in it are the voices of the three main characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much, a thirteen-year-old girl comes of age, realizes that she is the Antichrist, um, right. and her mother is a Wiccan, and her father is obviously Satan. And normal teen, and it's a normal like uh, preteen discovering who the, who who uh who who they are a mom that's trying to learn how to be an actual mom um and a dad who is satan who tries to learn to be an average dad and it is hysterical and i've i i think i've watched every episode about three times so far and the new episode uh releases tomorrow so it's every wednesday there's a new episode and it's on hulu it's yeah yeah it's weekly and it's it's good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, from what I've seen of this show, this is on my list to check out because I don't actually have like access to Rick and Morty right now. So like this is going <laughs> fi- to have to fill that void for me for now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm that... really looking forward to seeing this. So,
0: Is the humor like Rick and Morty? Because, I mean, it looks a little bit like Ugly Americans to me from to like be, first to perf- screenshots. To be
1: perfectly honest, I don't watch enough Rick and Morty to know okay. if it's like Rick and Morty. Um, like, so to put the humor, uh, to to put the humor in perspective, there Mm -hmm. is a chatty Kathy neighbor, Mm -hmm. the mom, and she's always coming over to talk to the mom. The mom is a dead, no serious, you know, like any type of small talk makes her rage out. And And There's a fight between the mom and the daughter. The mom tries to be more of like a PTA mom. So she puts anger leeches on her skin (laughs) that the leeches suck out rage whenever she gets angry. And it gets to the point where the leeches take over her body because she has so, so, uh, um, uh, so many of them.
0: (laughs) That's What combination of drugs is best for this show?
1: Oh, none, none. This is a completely (laughs) sober show. The first episode, the pilot, you might, I mean, the pilot's a little strong. The humor in it, you know, is really strong. The rest of the episodes are a bit more, like, subdued compared to the pilot. But if you like the pilot, you're going to love the rest of the show.
0: Fair. Anything with Aubrey
3: Plaza in it is on my radar for sure. And then anything that pisses off the ultra conservative religious groups <laughs> on Facebook. Also, yes. <laughs> I'll be checking that yeah. out. Oh, but yeah.
1: Uh, this was the show that a lot of people got angry about because is because it's Hulu. So technically it's a Disney property. So like people were like, Disney's releasing a, sh- a show that has to do with like the spawn of Satan. It's like, yeah, but it's on Hulu.
2: Like, you know, it's on FXX. Like,
1: yeah, no, so yeah.
2: This is what happens when, <laughs> di- like, when you have monopolies in the entertainment industry. Like, you're not right, gonna be happy yep. with everything everyone releases. Uh, exactly. Devin, have have you seen anything recently?
0: Yes, but nothing that I prepared for this yeah. segment. no,
2: no, it's okay. Uh, I I was just gonna say I'm gonna take your spot because you told it, me you watched nothing.
0: You, I mean, you can. But also, I saw Phantom of the Opera over the weekend, and Ooh. I have. A okay. Phantom of the Opera teddy bear to show for it. That's all I got. Nice. That's my that's my big event.
2: Nothing to nothing prepared to show for it. But he pulls a bear off of the sc- like off from the <laughs> side of the screen. <laughs> it's it just
0: with me always. <laughs> I get you. Yeah.
2: Uh, I had a pretty busy weekend and I was able to squeeze in two movies at the movie theater surprisingly wow. um
3: I guess clerks three was one of them clerks
2: three was one of them i will get so to that. but Bef- i had an awkward amount of, amount of time to kill before the fathom events clerks three at seven o'clock so i had a top gun maverick amount of time to kill okay. uh so i saw top gun maverick yeah. in theaters before like i guess it's still in theaters um i finally got out ar- got around to seeing it and now i get the hype uh, oh,
3: this was your first time. This oh, is my I first time seeing it. it.
2: I had never seen it. Oh wow! It. Uh, so, have you seen
3: it, Josh? Oh yes, yeah, like four times. It's, <gasps> what? I love that film? Yeah, that's good.
2: I thought I was gonna have the theater to myself, but some grandmother and her like seven-year-old grandson came in like Aww. at the last minute. I was like, okay, well, and, th- and then the kid just didn't stop talking, and I was like, okay, whatever. Aww. Like, not my worst theater experience of that night. Um, but no, I really enjoyed Top Gun. Uh, I'm really glad I saw this on the big screen. I cannot wait to make you guys watch it on your TVs, because this is going to be on the list here soon for the show. Once it's Good. available. And you still
0: haven't
1: seen it, Ryan, right? Regrettably, I haven't seen
2: it yet. No. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but the, the other fe- the other picture I saw was Clerks 3, which was the worst cinematic experience I've had in my life. And it has nothing to do with the movie. Um, what? Yeah.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Why? So
2: so between movies, I go out to the snack bar to get my large soda refilled because I'm ec- I'm economic like that. Like I bought the large soda so I can get <laughs> sure. it refilled for clerks. <laughs> um, a guy in a movie shirt comes out and asks for the manager. There is a cricket in theater four where they were showing clerks. So wow. I when, by the time I get seated, the manager and like two employees are looking for this cricket along the wall And then about five minutes later, they just give up. The manager's manager announces to the theater. um, We can't seem to find the cricket. It went into the wall. If it hinders your cinematic experience, please see us afterwards for a rain check. Uh, At the end of the movie, somebody in the crowd just yelled. That was the loudest damn cricket I've ever heard in my life. The whole movie. It just went. And Devin, you'll appreciate this. I am 99% sure this is the same theater as the Cloverfield incident with the Tic Tacs. Was it? I think so.
0: Oh, that theater's cursed. You just yeah. can't go there anymore, man. It was that loud? It overpowered the movie? Really?
2: Well, th- there's a lot of moments in this movie that are quiet. and Because it's yeah. it's not a straight-up comedy. Like, There's a lot of... I guess
3: it's like watch, watching it with the quiet place or something. You just yeah. like, shut up. Yeah. yeah. It, I get
2: that. Yeah. Like, they're... Like, In the movie, it's about Randall having a heart attack and then making a movie. So like the scenes where he's having a heart attack like and it's like somber and stuff like you just have a cricket going and it's like it it took me out of it. I I talk a lot about it a lot on Victims and Villains this week. I talked to Josh about we gave a full review of Clerks 3. That being said, uh, minus the cricket, I enjoyed the film. I have issues with it. Uh, I think Mm. Kevin Smith made some different choices than i would have made but uh mm-hmm. it's worth checking out i'm excited to have you guys watch this as well in yeah. the near future um and the cricket was so bad i did not stick around for the documentary at the end there's like a 20-minute documentary oh. for the fathom oh. what that i didn't know about uh but i was so livid i got my rain check and then i can com- i i w- i got my rain check and then i told the the people behind the stack bar. Also, the projection was off. So it was like the screen was not centered right because when they have the Fathom event stuff on the top and bottom before the movie started, I saw that it was cut off. It was like, this, is, this isn't going to be right the whole time, but this is my one oh. chance to see the movie, so I'm going to have to take it. Hmm.
0: That would have bothered me so much. Yeah. I mean, I think the projector would have bothered me more than the cricket, but I wasn't there for the cricket. Like, I feel like I could tune it out, but I probably couldn't.
2: Yeah. It, cricket cut. Yeah, it was, it was, it was was bad. Um, but yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the raid. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Uh, Josh, I'm going to throw it to you and you can tell us a little bit about the raid too.
3: The raid two. Uh, yeah. So a little bit of background. I, uh, served in the military, I lived in Korea for a year and, uh, there we you know we were so cut off from american cinema that if we we had a little movie theater on base but if we wanted to see any movies it was like six months to to get it to our theater so there was a nice little uh guy off base who would sell uh you know dvds of you know someone's camcorder or something and that was really the only way you could see movies so i would go to him every weekend and I would get one American movie and one Korean movie, and he introduced me to so many foreign films, and I just had had never branched out like that. So I always continued to do so, and for the longest time, like Tony Jaw films were like my favorite uh, martial arts stuff, and and then The Raid came out, uh, which is not a Korean film, uh, but it's just without that background, I don't think I ever would have looked for non English films. Mm-hmm. Uh, the raid came out um, uh, the same year as Dread, and I remember a lot of people were like, "Oh, Dread and the Raid—they're the same movie because they're all about going up a building and mm. you know, and action." And and I watched it and I really liked it, and I'm like, "Man, this is cool." Um, and then the Raid Two came out, and apparently it had come up with such a cult following that it was showing at a theater in Nebraska. In, in, you know, uh, not dubbed uh, on, on, you know, its regular opening weekend. And I'm like, The Raid 2 is premiering in a <laughs> theater in Nebraska? Oh. I have to go see this. And I remember walking out of that film feeling like this was uh, the, uh, you know, godfather of martial arts films. It was, it blew me away so much. It was so much bigger in terms of plot, runtime, scope uh, than the first uh, Raid movie. And it's forever been like my favorite martial arts movie for so many different reasons. Uh, And when I heard you hadn't seen it, I was like, we got to We got to do this movie.
2: Yeah, this is one of those films I haven't seen, but I've heard so much about. Like fight scenes always seem to be compared to the Raid. Like why can't Marvel do cut like do action like the raid movies or or mm-hmm. like a lot of uh film podcasts that I listen to um going back to like cinema sins back when they had a podcast I actually listened to they would talk about the raid a lot um yeah so I, I this film had a these films had a reputation for me before going into them uh full disclosure I had intended to watch both films but with my I, I didn't get a chance to watch Raid One. I only watched Raid Two. So, get out okay. of you. You're gone. Yeah. Has,
3: has anybody here seen Raid One? No. No.
1: I'm being a hypocrite. I've seen, I've seen Dread, if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty darn close. It's you, you, pretty
3: you, darn okay. close. you know,
2: right. can, can, I just want to bring this up quick since we brought up Dread. Uh, the three of us play a uh, game. It's kind of like Wordle, but with movies, called mm-hmm. Framed. And okay. s- spoiler alert for today it was dread. <laughs>
3: oh really yeah so have to look that up. I love Wordle, and I love yeah movies. I could probably do well. yeah like and you okay. yeah and you
2: can also um go back and do all of them because they they archive them all right there so you can go back and do each single one of them. I'm on you like a 42 that. day street uh, streak of getting it right. Okay. so uh well, yeah
3: fun, fun trivia for the raid too wanted to make this movie first uh the 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 director um oh crap i'm blanking on his name now uh, gareth evans this was his movie that he wanted to make and uh you know whoever paid for this was like it's just too big and we need you to we need you to lay some groundwork first we need you to bring us into it with a simpler film so they Mm -hmm. came out with the raid first and it really is a it's a The bottle film about Mm -hmm. the main character and and a group of cops going into an apartment complex to get the guy up top. So a lot of people were like, it's the same movie as Dread without Dread. (laughs) It's it's not, but it is. And with exceptional um, martial arts. And so once that movie kind of hit it off, then they're like, all right, you can do the film you wanted. So this is... This film was always on the radar for him. It's the film he initially wanted to do. He just had to wait a little bit to do it.
0: Now, do you think we did ourselves a disservice by not watching the first one? Because I feel like I picked up the plot of the first one pretty quick in the opening bit. Like I kind of got who was in charge of the like who the villain at the top was. I got who the good Mm -hmm. guy was. I got how they were moving. But like, are there moments in this where you're like, yeah, this wouldn't have hit as hard?
3: I think just the beginning, because the beginning of this film um, I can't remember. Do you guys talk spoilers at all, or
0: yeah, do we, can. Not yeah we can. Yeah, yeah, we'll do yeah. spoilers. Yeah.
3: Okay. the be- The beginning of this film, two two primary things happen. One, the mm. brother is killed mm-hmm. in the very first scene, which is this gorgeous scene in those fields. Which to open on a scene like that, after the grunginess of the uh uh you know like section eight apartment complex of the first movie was just like oh my gosh like it's just gorgeous it looks amazing but him dying and then them killing off that corrupt cop in the beginning Mm -hmm. that was like the whole point of the first movie was not only to get the bad guy but once they realized the corrupt cop was corrupt our main character took everything to get him out of there alive so for them just to kill him in the opening scenes of this movie was was shocking, but then once you get past that part, mm-hmm. yeah, you can you can pretty much pick it up. So I don't think you'd need to, mm-hmm. um, but it was a good introduction to the character. You knew that he was a badass going into this film
0: because of that, but I mm-hmm. think you could learn pretty quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he establishes yeah. himself as that pretty quick in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: W- one thing I noticed about that opening shot of the fields, and this, this might just be. Uh, me because I was shooting in fields on Sunday for a, a project. Uh, the camera seemed to be at like a, a weird angle, like the the horizon wasn't straight. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it it I noticed it, and um, I just wanted to point point it out. <laughs> 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 but I had. Wasn't I, it
0: from the first frame? Huh? Yeah. Well, is it like a is it like a Dutch angle on purpose? Like, is it supposed to you?
2: I don't know. Like it seemed like well, it, it, it I I don't know.
1: I feel like okay, so granted, like I said I've I did I did not see the first one, mm-hmm. but we've established I've seen dread. So I'll just go off of that. Um if you're going from a movie like those two and then you're going to go straight into like a field, but it's supposed to be like, oh, look, we're outside. I can breathe, but I still don't feel comfortable. Then a mm-hmm. Dutch angle in that scene, if you're watching Raid and then Raid 2 back to back, makes sense because that's not a good scene. No. So you're so tasty, tasty, tasty. I could definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I could definitely see a Dutch angle being used in that to kind of throw mm-hmm. people off to be like, yeah, no, you're not supposed to be comfortable right now.
3: Yeah. And they do, there what, is a lot of purposeful Dutch angles. Uh, uh, angles in the rest of the film. So that was probably yeah, yeah. you're probably onto something there. That's probably why they did that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to know. I mean, I'm curious. I what did you guys think of the movie? Like, I know that we're like kind of hopping in the first scene right away. But like, I want to know impressions if that's OK. <laughs> I,
2: I I had a a journey with watching this movie because um, I Another started. Cricket. Off, no, uh, <laughs> it was it was a crackle. Uh oh no. So I started watching this on I think it was Crackle, right? Is that what I sent you guys to? Pluto TV. Pluto TV. Pluto. Uh, uh okay. Potato Potato. Uh Pluto okay. TV had it. And they had it running at three hours and ten minutes with all the commercials. I got through two okay. commercial breaks. So I was like, nope, not doing this. Uh so I ended up renting it from iTunes uh and restarting like picking it up where I left off and then um I had to split it into two viewings because I was like falling asleep like this isn't fair. So then I woke up this morning and to make sure I wasn't on my phone and paying attention to the subtitles, I watched it on my phone for a good chunk of it uh, just so I could know what was going – just so I could focus in on it because I was having trouble focusing on the subtitles uh, and getting distracted with my phone. So I was like, the best way to get rid of that is watch it on my phone.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's a long did you watch it um dubbed or not
2: I could have I the the rental did not have the dubbed I hoped it did so I didn't have to watch it uh I watched it subbed so I was it was reading the subtitles that was
3: yeah that's all that's the yeah. only way I've seen it as well yeah. and to your point it uh, 30 hours and 10 minutes with commercials is a lot but the, yeah. the film itself is what two hours and 30 minutes mm-hmm. and that yeah. was a significant yeah. uptick from the hour and a half that the first one was it was yeah. clear this was a bigger story in scope i think there's probably some things that they they could have cut out and they did cut out a lot there's a lot of deleted scenes for this but uh it was a much bigger film in scope and story than the first one and i think that was what blew me away initially just because i mm-hmm. didn't i didn't go into it expecting a full gangster mafia godfather s type Story with all the uh, uh, martial arts to match, and and that that compared to the simplicity of the first film always kind of blew me away.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I I rented it from Amazon, and mm. I got the dubbed version of it.
0: Mm. Okay. Interesting.
1: Okay. So. Um, and it's something I'm going to get into later because I also have the subtitles on and this and whoever did the dubbing. It is one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to dubbed of doing dubbing um, mm-hmm. and why I still haven't watched that show on Netflix yet. That's a good game from. Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. um, I, I enjoyed it. I did, except for that rant I'm going to go on later about how they dug it and everything. I can't wait to hear Um, that. Yeah, yeah, no, I it's. Yeah, I I haven't been this angry going into one of these shows in a while. So I can't
3: can't wait. (laughs) Wow. I'm honored to have brought this to the group. Okay.
0: (laughs) So my history with this movie is when I heard we were watching it this this week, I was like, whoa, I don't know what this is. I've never even heard of it. I looked up The Raid, just the first one, and saw the tagline, one ruthless crime lord, 20 elite cops, 30 floors of hell. And I went, oh, (laughs) this is a bad movie he's making us watch, because he likes bad movies. So I went into (laughs) this going, I'm going to watch a fun bad movie. It's going to be great, and was immediately blown away. I, I think one of my new levels of regret in life is whatever the heck I was doing in 2014, not going to go see this movie in theaters because I feel like this would have been phenomenal on I, the big screen. I
2: will I I will own up to this Devin. Uh, yeah. Eight years ago today in 2014, you were at my wedding. So I feel like maybe I'm responsible for you not <laughs> seeing yeah, the Alan, way to
0: <laughs> Alan I doubt, I'm, I
3: so, <laughs> I'm so was, mad at you. It was a one dear it was a one day release on Alan's yes. wedding in twenty fourteen. <laughs> And that well, was it, was play, only- it, it was like
2: yeah, Fathom yeah. Events. It played for that whole week, but you had the bachelor party the week before. and H- Yeah, sure. yeah
0: I just, sure. there's, it was too much. Go- so I'm mad at you now yes. for me not seeing this. <laughs> I love this movie. I'm going to show this movie to everyone now, and I'm definitely going to watch the movie again. And then for Ryan's point uh, and to Alan's, I started it on Pluto TV. For obvious reasons, I got furious at Pluto TV, switched over to Amazon, started out in subs, switched over into dubs, and went, oh, no, <laughs> and then switched it back to the original languages with the subtitles.
1: Yeah, wow, when I tr- yeah. when I tried to uh, find it on Pluto, it said that it wasn't playing in my region.
0: That's because I was oh. watching it. It was too busy over here. Sorry.
1: Really? It was on my Xbox, so there wasn't any VPN thing going on.
0: That's weird. strange. Huh. I so, would VPN into St. Louis, if that makes you feel better.
1: So I, I I have a question. The, the runtime for this, because I'm looking it up because there were some things you said, and then I was like, hmm. Um, on Amazon, the version that I watched was 150 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is, 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 that sounds right about? Yeah, about two and a half hours, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a long movie. Yeah, okay. I just want to... Yeah. OK, we're good. I just wanted to be <laughs> sure of that because you said about that there was stuff, you know, that there was stuff cut, uh, cut out of it and everything. And I just wanted to make sure that, like, I was like, did I stumble across like an extended cut or something? Because
0: that was that was a long movie. <laughs> so, so, well, what did they cut out? I, I'm curious about this. What did they cut out from this movie?
3: There was some extra action scenes. There was a full like shoot 'em up scene. Um, it was just yeah. You can find them online. There's there's a couple mm-hmm. extra dialogue scenes and and one whole like w- one group over here, one group over here, just machine gun shoot 'em up thing uh, <laughs> with swords. That was crazy. It's a crazy violent. It's a cool scene. Uh, but yeah, it was it was there was enough in the film already. Mm-hmm. So um, okay.
1: Yeah, what? I could definitely see that being part of the whole gang war part Yeah, when there were because there really wasn't a lot to that because they showed maybe two or th- maybe like two or three hits and they were like, oh, we're in a full fledged gang war. And I'm
0: like, really? There's only what? <laughs> like, well, the gangs are like five people, Ryan. All right. <laughs> There's, they're baby gangs. I
1: I, I don't know, Devin. Do, 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 do I, I I I think I need to talk to you about uh Asian uh you know structured gang culture. Um because it's it would put a few Fortune five US Fortune five five hundred companies to shame. Wow.
0: <laughs> Never mind then. Never mind
1: then. So I, I think the two
3: biggest strengths of this film are the the technical aspects of it and the, the martial arts. But I do really love the plot. So I wanted to get your sense of was the story enough to hold your attention? Uh, do you think it? I mean, it's a pretty complex story. Did you enjoy the story or w- were you more just in it for the action?
2: I, I went into this expecting to just be in it for the action, but I found the story kind of fascinating. Uh, albeit a little bit confusing at times, but I think I got a good good enough sense from everything going on, like to follow what was happening. Uh I really enjoyed the story. Like it, it does give me like godfather type f- uh feels in, in moments. Mm-hmm. Uh so I, I was pleasantly surprised by the story itself.
0: Brian, what did you think?
1: I, I, I just find it funny. You're jumping right to me before you say what, what
0: you want to know. <laughs> I'm, I, I want like the vitriol from you. I feel like my answers are going to be so boring this whole round. That that's fine. <laughs> um,
1: I, I loved the angle of the undercover, like cop, like the whole thing going awry and him just being mad about everything. Hmm. If it was one of those things where, like, he went into it expecting to be in prison for, you know, like, two, you know, maybe, 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 maybe like three or four years. I don't think I would have wanted his character to do well as much as he did, because as soon as they show him, like, walk out and he like he's ripping the wire. Out of his coat, like at that point, I'm just like, man, I hope he kills every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> And he did. So, yay. <laughs> <He> did.
0: <laughs> Again, boring answer here. I loved it. 10 out of 10. It had me enthralled <laughs> the whole time. I love the notion of like the undercover thing. I love the betrayal. I love the, the crime lord and like the, the terrible son that like seems nice, but then gets gradually more terribly like, right, he's a criminal. That's why I don't like him. I just <laughs> oh, love it. Love, love, love.
3: Yeah, it was very, like, Infernal Affairs, Mm Departed-esque with the undercover aspects and how he's supposed to be loyal, but also, like, keep his soul as part of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, everything from, yeah, that son, that son was such an asshole, and he gets worse throughout. Oh, yeah. uh, For him to just give everything, I mean, from the mud fight scene to the very end, just to give everything to protect him um, until it all falls out, like... Uh, yeah, that was especially. I think there that that karaoke scene was so hard to watch, you yeah, know. Yeah. It was just like you, you could tell he was like, was really hard, resisting to, mm-hmm. to step in more, you know. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and but and, I like and, that yeah, that was when he yeah. chose to plant the bug, though. Like after that mm-hmm. scene, he's like, All right, I gotta do this, I'm gonna do it now because he's mad and needed to get back out of my belt. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, there's that, and then, um. There was another scene later on where I was like, oh, hang on a second. I feel like that's what he was supposed to be. So you have like the son's father, like the actual like lord of everything. And he has his like assistant there, like the guy that kind of like acts like his conscience. And Mm -hmm. that really didn't stand out to me until like the very end where that character leaves the film Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, where I was like, oh, that's why the father wanted to bring this guy from prison into the family and thank him personally because he knows that his son is going to need like someone to actually act like his conscience mm-hmm. and that's what I've been and so when his son goes off the deep end and takes care of his dad, that's when I was like, oh that's 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 the tragic story in this like the father wanted his son to like gain that like assistant that trusted you know, you know like assistant friend conscious person for him and that's what you know. thinking back to it that's what happened in that court um in that k- 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 uh, karaoke bar because mm-hmm. things could have gotten really out of hand and been a really bad issue but he yeah. was able to kind of like calm him down and be like hey that's enough like no. get these girls out of here like this can't go any further
2: Somebody left their conscience at uh, clerk's 3 this weekend cuz I heard it the whole damn
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that also a Pinocchio reference talent? Yes. yes well, done. well done.
2: Disney's Pinocchio now on Disney Plus.
0: Plus.
3: <laughs> I uh I I loved a lot of the the technical choices, the camera work in this in this film uh from the mud fight which was just glorious. That whole I mean, that that was a beautiful fight, and it was so like well choreographed and messy, and like it, it was it was great. But to other like small things from uh, like when they went to that pornographer's uh, office to like confront him, and just some of the things that they did in that with the curtain, and then with the the little mob boss like running down the table, and then the camera like following him through the window. Uh, oh, yeah. The car chase, where if you look at the behind the scenes stuff, they literally like pass the camera through the car to get some of those shots. And it's just it was just so clean and crisp in the in the finished product. Uh, I was I was always blown away by the camera work in this film.
2: I I will find myself in the near future going back and be watching this just for that. Like Mm. putting it on the background and just watching the scenes, like seeing how they did it. Like trying to figure it out because the cinematography is great in this. But what I'm even more impressed with is just the editing and how it flows so well, because the action in this is so well cut that you can still follow every single action. Every single punch leads to the next cut. And it it all makes so much sense instead of just like cutting away fast and not being able to tell what like Marvel gets a, a lot of punchy, punchy, fighty, fighty. This is like. You can you could like map out the whole action sequence and tell what they did in order. And I think this definitely does set the bar for action in cinema.
0: Well, I was going to like call it the John, like uh, essentially like a John Wick. But I feel like John Wick almost overcorrects like John Wick gives you these like really long wide shots of them. And these ones do the cuts very, very well, I -hmm. think, where you can still follow it and it's not like. Okay, fine. Here's a long shot of this scene, so you know what's happening. It's like, uh, no, we'll just edit a, in a way that makes sense.
1: There's a lot of that in Asians uh, in uh, in Asian films. I remember mm. watching a lot of Bruce Lee stuff. Uh, a lot of Bruce Lee stuff w- with my dad. Now, granted, it wasn't this technical, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like where this film is. You can see where where it was in the Bruce Lee films where they were then to where this film is, there's an actual progression of how Mm -hmm. they film action. And even in like, when I was in high school, I stayed up late and on like the sci-fi channel, they would show randomly like B and C and D level, like Kung Fu movies Mm -hmm. um, from like the eighties and the seventies. And even them with like, where you could see the rope, that was on the actors holding them up. Still, the camera work was excellent when it came hmm. to, 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 to the fight scenes. And I think that finally that style of filming um, action is starting to work its way over into like American mainstream cinema. And and, and it, it, it's a good thing because they've been doing it the best since they, since Godzilla almost, I would say, like that era. It's probably yeah. fair.
3: I agree. This wasn't the uh, 14 cuts to get over a fence uh, that take. (laughs) Uh, So but there were cuts. It wasn't just like hold the camera here, fight until you're done fighting. So, yeah, stylistically, it was amazing. Um, And and the court, the fight choreography, again, going behind the scenes to see that they had to learn to hit each other lightly because otherwise they found that with this form of martial arts, it didn't look right if they weren't making contact. So they fought and they were touching each other when they were hitting, but they had to do it. They worked so much to do it perfectly so that they weren't hurting each other, but they were making contact. And uh, just, I mean, you know, any type of, it's, it's a dance, it's whatever, but just memorizing all of that. To get it so perfectly, especially on the extended fight, like that kitchen fight scene was the finale of all boss Mm. fights. You know, it was ridiculous. Uh, And for them to, you know, have to to have to memorize that and get it so well done perfectly that it looks real um, was I mean, it's it's pretty commendable.
0: So how much of this movie was practical effect then, especially if they're not like if they're actually hitting each other, were there many like CG moments in this or, or? Or was most of this all practical? Uh,
3: I I don't know about. That. I imagine the blood was was the with most good, of fair. the CG
0: stuff. But uh,
3: mm. yeah, um, and and of course the, the the perfect skills of the bat dude, you know, with his paw <laughs> <ball. Yeah. laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> That was just like as grounded as this film was, they had to have like two villains that were like comic book style villains, but they were still cool. You know, one kills you with a baseball and a baseball bat and the other one has hammers. (laughs) Uh, But they were still great.
1: What I want to know about the baseball guy is that he, he, he 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 always said like, well, he said it to the one guy. And then he asked the main character for the ball back. And when the yeah. one guy said no, he was like, wrong answer. I'm thinking he's there to kill the guy regardless. So <laughs> is it like a cleaner death he gives you if you give the ball back? Like, if you know, like, is that what it is? It would have done or, nine
0: innings first and then. Killed right.
1: The yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah. But precision. Yeah.
1: But I mean, with because I'm always interested in martial arts. And like the the, the different types, because like I didn't take karate when I was a kid. I took Taekwondo. So I was like in like a weird little sect of like like martial arts when it comes to like what people think of it as like mainstream. Um, But because of that, I've always been interested in like the different types. And the one thing that I found very interesting when I looked it up is that the form that they use in these movies, the first one and and also in this one, it's a... It's a martial arts, martial arts, Mm. martial arts that Mm. does equally well in ground grappling, hand to hand, kicking and then weapons. So Mm. it actually has like 10 or 12 and one in one article I saw. I said that there was close to like 50 different sub styles of the type of fighting that they were doing in this movie. Mm. Um, And what I loved about that boss fight at the end i'm just going to call it that because that's what it was in the kitchen um and i i hate to show myself more as an average american than i already am but i'm a huge dragon ball z nut and one of the things that the, and one of the things that i like about that show is that the characters love fighting that's what they like to do and in the fights when they find someone who's at equal strength and skill that they are they actually have fun during the fights, regardless if one of them is going to die at the end and they know that because they enjoy the challenge, they enjoy the skill of fighting against someone that actually gives them a challenge. And that's what I saw in in that last fight. So as far as I'm concerned, it was Goku and, and Vegeta going at it. Yeah. In that yeah. scene. I mean, it, it was great to to. To, you know, to to see them smirking at each other and, you know, like at the beginning, just kind of, you know, like feeling their way out. And the fact that the one guy didn't bust out the knives until (laughs) halfway through, again, like Dragon Ball Z, he power, he, you know, he changed form. He powered up and he didn't and and he didn't do that off the bat because he wanted to beat the guy at the same level that he was being attacked at. And he only went for the knives when he was put into a corner. I absolutely loved everything about that end fight.
3: Wow. And, and also the, the, the white kitchen uh, mm-hmm. getting bloodied. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the fact that that fight starts with no music and then the longer it goes, the more the music starts to build up mm-hmm. to this huge mm-hmm. fanfare of an ending. It's a long fight, like just going back and rewatching it. I'm like, it's but it's everything like you go through motions while you're watching that fight to where the music and, and the blood and everything and the knives coming out. It brings you to a head for the for the final, you know, bits of it. So, yeah, that fight was amazing. And coming off, coming off the two scenes before that, he he beat Hammer Girl and. Mm -hmm. And uh, the ball guy, which was cool. And then right before that, he beat a shit ton of dudes in the warehouse. And that was fun to watch. So it's just this nonstop action. And yet somehow they still find a way to make it creative. And the editing choices makes it so that you're not just... Oh my God! Okay, another scene. It's yeah. a, it's not overload and it's not mm-hmm. boring, and that's a feat in itself.
2: I, I think my favorite thing about the the ending of this movie is when he goes back through the warehouse and the guys are just starting to like move again. Yeah. and you're like, okay, so he didn't yeah. kill all of them, but right. they, they're going to be hurting. Like it, you could see yeah. just the way they're moving; like they're in pain. Like he he messed them oh, up yeah. pretty well. Yeah, and, and part yeah. of me was like, okay, are they going to attack again, or are they just going to lay there? And they just kind of lay there, and I like that so.
1: It, it's one thing that this movie did during the fights that like i knew that i was going to like this movie when during the first couple like fight things that they did just in general in the movie i cringed Mm -hmm. and like what they were doing as soon as i do that during an action movie for like a fight i know that i'm into it because there were certain things that like during the mud fight during the mud wrestling scene, I'll just say it that way. I don't care Mm -hmm. during the mud wrestling scene. um, Like I've seen a a bunch of prison movies. I've seen movies with a bunch of prison scenes. I've seen people shanked in films more times than I can count. I've never really cringed at it happening like I did in this movie, Mm -hmm. because even though everything's happening crazy fast, like if someone gets shanked seven times, you hear it seven mm-hmm. times and that's where the cringe is coming from um and even like the, the, the girl with her hammers where she put in the like the two claws in the end and then literally ripped down someone's arm mm-hmm.
0: mm. yeah
3: yeah uh, uh, that was <laughs> yeah. the worst not <laughs> no, only do you no. get stabbed or shanked but then they drag it yeah it's like yeah ah! uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> The gore yeah, in right. this there's there is a lot of gore in this and they yeah. don't cut uh traditionally I mean the first scene like it cuts but you see part of that dude's face go away because of the shotgun oh, yeah. and yeah. then oh, yeah. the final scene they don't they do not cut they they nope. sh- they the dude's face is gone and that's uh, that's a very practical effect i remember watching a uh uh behind the scenes of that and it looks like, normally, I'm not the type of guy that, oh, I want to see a face get obliterated by a shotgun. But that is a gorgeous <laughs> shot. And uh, and they don't shy away from the violence in this. And uh, the, the end of Bat Boy, how they do that with the hit and then the the camera spins. And when it comes yeah. back around, it's a little farther out. But you can see the, the bat sunken into that dude's face. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah just filmed yeah. so well. I loved I loved so many pieces like that.
1: I was just thinking about it, Devin. I think I know one one of the CG moments during the action sequence. Tell me. It's when the main character takes the uh um automatic pistol and mm-hmm. shoots the motorcycle driver right into the uh, uh. uh in the mask because he he just squeezes the trigger. And then you could see the front of the helmet just like disintegrate. But what they showed of the face that had to have been CGI because that was just like hamburger. It was true. That's
0: back. It
2: might've just been been hamburger.
0: True. (laughs) true. (laughs) This mayor McCheese. Um, So, Real quick, so we talked about it really quickly. We're getting towards the end of the podcast. I need to know, what did you guys think of the ending? Because per usual, I thought it was perfect. I, I am not going to say a bad word about this movie because I was entirely blown away. No, I'm done. Ah! What do you guys think? Mm-hmm.
1: This kind of gets into what I need to get off, Like, what I need to get out. <laughs> like, I've calmed down a little bit. So I think I can do this kind of quickly. Okay. but when you dub a foreign film. Read the. Read the subtitles. Oh, sure. That go with the translation. I don't care if there are words coming through the speakers when the lips aren't moving I want what's said in the subtitle, not what's made to fit the lips to fit the storyline.
3: Oh no! Did they because add dubs for the quiet part?
1: No, e- no, 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 no. Okay,
3: oh, good. Oh, okay. no,
1: no, 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 no. This okay. is what I'm saying. Read what they what they need to do is have the actors read the subtitle. I mm-hmm. don't care if what's being said and the lips don't line up. Mm-hmm. Yeah what's on the subtitles needs to be said. I don't want scenes where and I would I I wrote down a ton of them but I'm not going to go go through them. There were okay, so when the guy with the sunglasses yeah is making his pitch to the sun. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he says that, you know, that, you know, that that like he he wants his own part of land um they can run the city side by side but he wants land like to himself mm-hmm. okay the translation and the subtitles doesn't say side by side and it and it doesn't say that he like ugh, the context of the conversation's changed and i hate it
2: mm-hmm. it i i get how that's frustrating and i i agree with you like that that's messed up but in something like this like there like watching it with the subtitles, I I was trying to think like to make it work and have it translate into English with them reading what's on the subtitles, you have to go back and re-edit the film because there are moments where a lot of the dialogue in English is so long, but the shot of them talking yeah. is so right. short and mm-hmm. it's so tricky. And I think... It's doable. And I think that there's the, the technology now with deep fakes, like they're where you can. They're
3: doing change. it. There's a they're doing it. Does that? They're, yeah.
2: they're, oh, I, wow. I think we're at a point where this isn't going to be a problem much longer, Ryan. Uh, OK, so, so. So what they're Sorry. doing, what they're doing now is they're fa- deep faking the the words in English onto actors. And like you have to like go back and re-edit the film to extend Mm -hmm. those scenes just a hair so that what you're what you hear is lining up with what you see.
3: Yeah, it's a company called Flawless that's mm -hmm. doing it for multiple. And they like they showed us a scene with Robert De Niro from whatever movie and then showed it in French and showed it in Italian. And the lips match with the with the dubbing. um, And it's it's expensive but yeah, there's a company that's Amazing. trying to make waves okay. in Hollywood to do that. Okay, so But that doesn't change the fact of what you're yeah. saying is if they're right. changing if they're changing the words and they're changing the context and they're yeah. changing the actual conversation. I think uh, you were, you mentioned Squid Game. I love Squid Game, but there's like three different ways to watch that film. There's yeah. the original with subs, there's the English subs, and then there's the dub, and they're like three different movies. Mm -hmm. And that all comes when when whoever does the dubbing really doesn't have any true connection to the film and they don't care if it's accurate.
1: Yeah. And so so this is what I mean. And this doesn't add any time. This does mm -hmm. not add any time. So when they're down at the meeting, because both 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 the families were at war Mm -hmm. and there's the guy at, at the head of the table and the dub is if this continues we will have to put an end to this. The text at the bottom of the screen. If this continues we will have to disband both of your groups. Mm-hmm. That's different. That yeah. is a to me under context of a storyline that is world a world of difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. Yeah.
1: And I there's agree. just there's it's like every every single scene it, there's It's countless that they did this throughout the whole movie. There are times when in the dub, he says, sir, to people mm -hmm. that he doesn't in the subtitles. And it's because he's a cop and he's not going to say, sir, to a criminal.
2: It's a tricky game because there is so much you have to balance with a dub. You have to balance the intention of the script, the intention of the director and the and the performance of the actor on screen and the voice. So you have to you have to find the balance. And it's it's tricky. And I'm sure that this one has its issues, but I I can guarantee that there are a lot worse translations than this.
1: No oh, um, no 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 and I'm I'm sure. I'm I, sure. I I I I completely agree. And yeah th- and this is the end of it. My opinion as a movie person who mm-hmm. likes to watch these things, I might be an outlier. I don't care. I would rather if the dialogue in English takes two ex- takes a second extra to, to say, I would rather hear the full English and the lips not move for it to line up with what the director and the writer wanted intentionally for people to understand.
2: But then when you do that, you also have to take into account the edit because you have to adjust the edit for that as well. It, it, it's, it's a giant puzzle of, something's got to give. And I, I I hope that with this new technology, that this isn't an issue in the future and they can go back and redo the dubs of things like this. Um, they
1: did that same thing with dragon ball Z. It took them Mm -hmm. three years to get each season done because they would go through and erase their mouths and then redraw them Yeah. for, you know, for, you know, English. I, I watched, uh, the Frieza saga over four times in a row to get to the cell saga on Cartoon Network because they needed to do that. I'm fine with taking as much time as they need to do that. Just do the work, then release it.
0: Mm-hmm. Is, is it weird that this is the first use of deep fake where I'm not like, that's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> this actually seems like a good use of it. Yeah, so, when, when You have
3: some time, go on YouTube and look up flawless as demo reel. And it is okay, pretty okay. intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you asked about the end. I, yes,
1: yes. Yeah. I, sorry, I'm I, sorry. I, oh, I, no, no. no, no. hijacking the whole thing. I wanted to hear
3: that. I was waiting for you to talk yeah. about that. So, um I I love I just love the ending. The two end scenes after we get that boss fight, um we see uh Uko or, or yuko uh, you know, find the Y or find the bug and not know that it's Rama that put it there. he thinks it's this other dude and he just takes out the shotgun and, mm-hmm. and 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 just kills everybody um and just the fact that Rama has gone through a whole warehouse of people he went through two assassins and the boss and now he's just diving behind a couch to not get shot by a <laughs> shotgun uh, and and then you know throws the the knife and 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 kills him you know close and i i thought that was i was like i don't need this i don't need them to fight you know nothing nothing you know it was just a it was a nice way to end that and then just to watch this tired exhausted man like (laughs) walk back through his own carnage only to find the other gang there and they're so impressed that they're you know it doesn't show you what they say but you can guess that they're like why don't you join us and, and he's like, i'm I'm done. I'm just done. yeah and that's the only thing and you hear this the swelling music, which was great music. I remember the first time I heard it I'm like, oh my God, this is so soothing after so much carnage. and then it cuts out just for him to say, I'm done and it goes to black And I thought that was just a fantastic way to end the film. I loved that editing choice and it was just. You know, I know there were talks about a possible raid three and it never happened and it's not going to happen, but that was the perfect way to end this story. And I I really did like it.
2: I I was going to ask if there was going to be a raid three because I was looking at Gareth Evans' IMDb and there's no raid three, but I did see that he has a movie coming out supposedly this year called Havoc.
3: He's done a few things after this. um, Yeah. And they talked, he did do like an interview where he talked about his whole life. whole idea for raid Mm 3 um but then he got offers to do other things he's done a show called gangs of london which is fucking phenomenal if you liked the choreography in this and you want to put it in another section of the world gangs of london is thrilling to watch and he doesn't direct every episode but the episodes he does direct you can tell by the fight choreography alone uh there's a, a a brutal house invasion scene by like an army of dudes with machine guns and then a, f- a few folks trying to stay alive. And the camera work on it is just amazing. Uh, so that show is great. But and then there is talk about doing an, an American remake of the raid. And I'm just like, just I mean, that's no. No. not necessary. But uh, I would love a raid three, but not because I felt like this left me unsatisfied it was yeah. so well done as an ending um oh and also th- about that ending when you see his cop guy trying to get there and and then the camera pans and it's not his cop friend it's this whole other army and you're like God, yeah. please don't make him fight this whole other army <laughs> yeah uh I just yeah. yeah that whole end was great to me oh, loved it
2: yeah I'm looking forward to seeing uh his his next movie uh this havoc looks good it's got Tom Hardy, Forrest Whitaker, Timi, o- Timothy Oliphant, and Luisa Guzman. So,
3: Oh, I have wow. not heard of this. You had me at Luisa Guzman.
2: So and he's
3: a I I I I guess I could have figured this out and I didn't look it up, but he's a Welsh uh, uh, filmmaker that somehow did this Indonesian film as his first, you know, really thing that put him on the map. And it's like, how did this happen? You know, I want to. Yeah. I want to know just that, like, how did right. you get to this part of the world and then make this type of film that left that country and blew up in in everywhere else? Like, there's tons of Indonesian films that never, ever make it out of that country. And and the fact that he did this so well that it blew up, it's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. I'd love to hear that story. Um, I have to look into that. Uh, yeah. Anything else on the raid, too, before we wrap this up?
1: Well, since we since I never got my sequel to uh, Dread Two, I mean yeah. from Dread, I'm I'm just going to consider this the sequel to Dread. Okay. I'm just going to in my mind pretend that it's the actor from Dread, hey, and it's him, and then just let it go there. If
2: the news from this weekend has taught us anything, never give up hope on a sequel, because Keanu Reeves is getting a Constantine Two. So yeah, I, cannot I cannot yeah. wait. I cannot
1: wait. And wow. did we do that one? I forget no. if we did or not. No, I mean, no, okay, I've, I've
2: never seen there. it. I own it on Blu ray because it came with uh, a, a triple pack with Watchmen and V for <laughs> Vendetta. Yeah. So, man.
0: Um, um,
3: hmm. I, I would say, even though you saw the sequel, if you're ever like, I need more of that style of action and the camera work, go back and watch The
2: Raid. Oh, I, it is, yeah. Yeah, I well, plan uh, on it.
3: I'm going to. There's yeah. just as many, oh, and cringe <laughs> moments in the fighting in that film. Uh, and interestingly enough, the boss fight in that film, this was one thing that people thought was kind of interesting the way they did it. So there's a scene in Raid 2, it's kind of not really about the plot, but it was interesting. It was that, that nightclub fight with yeah, the, uh-huh. the yeah. long hair. That was one of the things that I love in this movie. But if you took that whole thing out of the film... Other than establishing how badass the boss is, it really doesn't lend that much to the film. So they could have cut it a little bit if they took that out. Mm -hmm. That dude plays the boss in Raid 1, and it's not the same character. It's the same actor. And so when everybody saw him in the Raid 2, they were like, wait, I thought we killed this guy. And that's why they made (laughs) him look why they made him look so different he's got longer hair he's he looks like he's homeless but he is a different character but his boss fights in the first film are amazing imagine rama and uh, another badass cop going two on two two on one with that dude oh. and it's so close quarters so the fighting is a little different and it's and it's just it's more brutal um, but there's so many things in that first film that I love so much that I highly recommend you go check it out.
2: Yeah, I, I, I plan on it. I, it's on HBO Max, so I'm definitely going to check that out before uh, it goes away. So, nice. Nice. all right, Josh, thank you for joining us. Where can people yeah. find you?
3: Uh, you can find me and Alan at New York Comic Con in a couple of weeks. Yep, uh, New York City Javits Center will be there. Otherwise, uh, Fierce Literature. Excuse me, or fierce lit dot com and socials and I'm out there.
2: All right. Uh, Yeah, New York Comic Con is going to be fun. Uh, As far as um, we go, we will be live this Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern as part of Victims and Villains Pledge Drive, uh, their annual Halloween themed pledge drive. Devin and I have some fun things planned. Ryan can't make it, so uh, we'll, we'll hold down the fort. We've got some some fun conversations planned for you. We're going to be talking about movie tri- trilogies and pl- uh, playing some trivia games. So it'll it'll be a lot of fun. So make sure to tune in for that. Uh, that that'll be on um, Victims and Villains' Twitch channel and nowhere else. So make sure to tune in for that. Uh, you can listen to You Have to Watch this podcast on all major podcasting platforms. You can watch us live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can visit our website, rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com uh, to check out our show and all the other Rumrunners Pod- Podcast Network podcasts. Until next time, Josh, thank you again. Oh, wait, I forgot. Ryan, next week is your pick. What do you have in us watch?
1: Yes. Well, I'm gonna let you guys pick A or B.
2: B, B,
1: B. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Any given Sunday, it's football season.
0: Ooh.
1: And I guarantee neither of you've seen that. I have not. (laughs) I haven't seen it. Absolutely not. Yeah.
2: All right. Cool.
1: I'm and I'm also willing to bet it's gonna be uh, Devin's gonna like it. I guarantee it.
2: Well, tune in next Tuesday for any given Sunday. (laughs) Um, Until then, for You Have to Watch this podcast, I'm Alan.
0: I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin.
2: And we'll see you next week.
0: Bye-bye.